the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 930 AM, The Answer, or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And we'd uh, love to have you be a part of the show. Just call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right, well... I have a confession to make. Uh oh. I have thrips. You have thrips. Yes. Well, I hope I hope you're treating for your thrips. I don't know what I've done wrong to get thrips. <laughs> Calvin was very kind. He said everybody's got them. Uh. <laughs> but I feel like I've done something wrong. So did you see all these thrips? Did you see all my thrips? You yeah, get, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a third opinion. I think it'll live, but I'm not sure how fast it's going to. Do I have thrips? Yes, Trey says yes. All right, well, y'all will have to tell me. We all agree that you have thrips. You'll have to tell me how to get rid of them. Well, take off take off the old buds. All right. And then uh, then spray the, use uh, insecticides. You could use, uh, um, that's a fate. As, well, acetate would be the best, but I meant to like to be organic. His body pure. You're not invited to the organic square The organic round table. Yeah, the organic square table, yes. Again, I just picture these. You want these strips to go away, Milton? Yes. Okay, then don't do the organic. Don't do what? Oh, okay, so so acetate. Don't you have some malathion or? No. Still not organic. Uh, no, no, no. I don't have any. Anything that contains asphate or middle of corporate. Okay. Wasn't there a bear thing? Was a systemic? That's the middle of corporate. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that, that, that doesn't work on thrips. Oh. The, the, the systemic. Okay. Because they they get in the buds. Oh, I thought it was kind of killing them because it was systemic. They... They they rasp the buds. They get the, the chemical, and then they go. They rasp no more. Well, as bad as you've got them, you need immediate immediate. Uh, okay. So I think you, I cut off you, you all the use, buds, whether they're. Oh really? They're probably in the other ones too. Oh you could man! Use, you could use spinosad. And spray the buds. Oh okay. Before but, they open. And then follow up with asafate. Um, or Mala. No, you don't need to follow up with that. Oh, okay. So, so spray with spinosad. 
Okay. Or if you spray with acetate, you don't need to follow up with. Okay. Are, are there any name brand products? I mentioned the the Bear Rose Defense. Yeah, Rose Defense has name oil, doesn't it? Uh, that was a green light. Rose Defense was a oh. uh, was neem oil and pyrethrin, I think. Oh, that is that pyrethrin. Yeah. Well, then that would work. We do have pyrethrin too. Okay, and that's that's more organic. It's definitely I organic. I don't yeah, have to be organic. Experience on your end. Though. I've used Roundup before. Oh, I think I get a T-shirt, don't I? You get get They've got some spray bottles, you know, that you hook yeah. onto the hose. Yeah. Where you won't have to mix it up and spray it and all that kind. I'll of show stuff. you some stuff after the show. Okay, good. All right. Um, I want to get to Lloyd real quick. So uh, you want to? Okay. So Lloyd is on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hang on, Trace. Lloyd, welcome to the show. How you doing today? Doing all right. Thank you. Hey, uh, I've got some amaze. You know, what it's a five pound bag, and I'll see directions on it, like for a larger area. But I've got like a oh, it's probably four by twenty five foot raised bed. Gets a lot of rescue grass in it. And I'm just wondering what consistency I should put the uh, amaze out, you know, about like a granular fertilizer, or, you know, real thick or a white, or does it matter? Now, when are you, when are you gonna? Oh, you're gonna try to use the maize to prevent the rescue grass this winter. What's that? That left yeah. over. Yeah, I just planted uh, some uh, broccoli and cauliflower. Of course, there's no weeds now. You know, everything is. Oh, okay. So you got, so everything that you want planted is in in there, or, right? It's a, or transplants. Right. It's not, you're not, you're not a. It's not a garden for seeds. Right. Um, right. I want to keep the uh, rescue grass from coming up around it, like yeah. it has in the past. Yeah, I think I think just use the the same level you would use the. Uh, the uh, one pound per thousand square feet of nitrogen, which is at the lowest application rate on the uh, most fertilizer spreaders, or if you got a hand spreader, you know, do it relatively. Um, you don't. You don't need to do it really thick. Yeah. And, and, yeah, the, and the so- and the is not going to be disturbed after you put it down for a while. You know, so it's more effective if it's uh, can form that layer. Does it need to be watered? Or uh, I can't. I can't remember what the instructions say on a maze. Does it need to be watered? Watered in. It doesn't hurt it for sure. Yeah, Trace says yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you not have the label? Well, I've got uh, the label. is kind of hard to read. It's an older bag. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you could go. Go on. You can go on the internet too and and get. The new label is relatively easy to find. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, yeah, the I don't. You don't have to rush to water it. But well, it it'd be more effective the quicker you do that because we're we're actually into the season when the winter weeds are coming up. I've seen th- uh, dandelions out there, thistle. Um, I haven't I haven't seen rescue grass yet, but I'm sure that'll be quick. I've seen oh. And, who knows with uh, Jerry's uh, horse herb? It's <laughs> it's 
We had a rush of growth, and now it's dying back because of the dry. But so, so yeah, you probably have, you probably have, pretty good effect. But you're going to miss some of those weeds, even putting it down now. Well, since the weeds haven't sprouted yet, you know, in other words, that their the soil is, you know, faded up, and uh, it will keep anything else. If there no, if it's weed free now, and I put down pre-emergence. It should remain weed-free, correct? Yeah. I would put it, I'd go ahead and put it down. I think I mentioned that in my gardening calendar that I just put out because it's been 90, 90 plus degrees almost every, except for one week. And so you're, you're going to stop a lot of those winter weeds even by applying it now. Uh, there'll be a few that'll make it, but... Uh, but I think I think I think it's a good strategy you're talking about. Yeah, don't don't over get yeah get your label and be be real stingy with it. You don't have okay. you know you don't need to put much down. All right, good Bye. luck. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Lloyd. You take care. The next one to come up, I think. So definitely time to get the pre-emergent out. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, as you can tell, we got Trace up here on the porch with us, and uh, every Sunday, we Trace comes up and kind of gives us the rundown of things that are coming to the nursery. So, you want to start with that, or? Sure. Um, let's see. We got a lot of new stuff in this week. Uh, we've got a, a fall selection of fruit trees, and they are on sale. So mm-hmm. Peaches, pears, plums, apples. Fall's a great time to plant them. Yeah, and some of the some of those varieties that are hard to get in spring, you know, they show up in February, and they're they're the recommended varieties. Everybody rushes and gets them. Right now, it's a little easier if they're here, like they are at Millburgers, get them and get them planted, and then. All right, this is our fall is for planting. Is yeah. that our motto? And uh, some of them, you'll even get a. Well, you talked about the citrus, Jerry. You, if uh, you can protect them through the winter, you'll even potentially have a first-year crop. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a new selection of all those. we got a, a bunch of enough, another uh, group of fresh citrus trees, avocados, olives, and then those some apples. blackberries. Those apples look good in every variety, and you can uh, get the two, yeah. you know, get your favorite, and then get the, the one that uh, is, is recommended for its pollination. Plums, the great, the good plums are available. We got in our uh, fall shipment of bulbs. So oh, good. In there, we haven't done garlic in a long time, so garlic is in there, and uh, it does have to. It does require some cold for it to multiply, so that's why it's in the fall selection of bulbs instead of the a spring selection. Yeah, you plant when you plant the onions in October. So uh, let's see. On that group, we also got some tulips, and we got some hyacinths, ranunculus, anemones. So Jerry's uh, con- converted. Jerry's converted completely to the October onion planting. Huh? I'm afraid I still was talking well, from, January or December. No, December. I'm, I'm talking about from. He's got bulbs. I mean, uh, he's talking seeds. You're talking planting seed, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. No, I'm talking about planting garlic. Right, but you said the same time as onions. You got the cloves. We're, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Right. So what we're talking about is a whole bunch of different. You know, some we call transplants, others are the bulbs, and then there's seeds, which is another complication. Right. You could be planting onion seeds in October. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we forget 10, about 15. That. Yeah. That's right. What's, what's that stand for? Huh? October 15th. Cool. 
But that's the day the seed goes in the ground. That's yeah. There we go. That's what I thought we were looking I for. I knew you had the right answer. In. But <laughs> Melton, is it the day the seed goes in the ground? Recommended for the valley, or is it recommended for the winter garden area, or San Antonio? Oh, I don't know that. I don't think it matters. But oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't think it mattered either. What else, Trace? But we used to debate it. New, we've gotten in our fall selection of ryegrass. So oh, we're only okay. missing one type. So we have the traditional uh, winter rye, the annual one that gets real tall. Then we got in the uh, Perennial. Pantera, which is an intermediate variety. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, that one's probably the best one for the average person. And then we've got in the perennial, which is not perennial here, but stays shorter and less likely to need to be mowed. So if you want a green grass uh, in, a, in a dormant Bermuda lawn, uh, shortly will be the time to be putting that out. Isn't it? It's ironic. I mean, we talked about milkweed, how we've concentrated so much effort on, on getting germinating milkweed and getting it back in <coughs> landscapes. And now we, and of course, rye, we've, we've done that for years. And we just talked to somebody who's trying to control uh, rescue grass, which is pretty close to rye. And and then now we're all, some other people will want to plant it. Yeah. And Jerry and I talk about it as a mainstay of the sustainable winter lawn here in San Antonio. Well, the only, the only drawback is do you pick the pre-emergent to stop your winter weeds or do you put out the rye? That's uh, so if you always have to put that into consideration. I love my winter weeds. They're green, right? They're green. Yeah. And I don't have to water them or mow, well, we mow them every now and then. Yeah, mowing. They're, they're uh, easy to take care of it early. They just get a little panicky as you get near the yeah. spring when they want to lay out their seed. <laughs> All right. So some new things that are going to come this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've seen some blue bonnets available, so we should be getting some blue bonnets and some red bonnets. Oh, wow. Oh. Cool. Uh, let's see. We've got some of the balsamic. Is that how you say that herb? The yeah. Basil. Okay, that's the Texas superstar for this year. Um, we've got what a few is of those it? Balsam- pots. Balsamic uh, basil. Oh, the basil. Okay. Uh, first time this that's, year, Chinese cabbage. That'd be an interesting and smell. And let's see, bok choy, or pak choy, excuse me. We're going to have... Uh, Johnny cabbage. Yep. That's what you're talking then about. Then we got broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, four different kales, uh, lettuce mixture, and spinach again. And on this side, collards. I didn't see that over there. <laughs> people eat. People like collards. All yeah. right. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> and I think that's it as far as vegetables. Co- co- collards is, you know, I always mention chard is... Is uh, cooking that with kale yeah. to get a, a, mo- a moderate the kale t- taste and take advantage of all the nutrients, but uh, collards does a pretty good job too hmm. of, of working with kale. We, we do. You, don't you just love it, Jerry? Oh yeah. <laughs> we do have a few in-store specials going that are not uh, listed on our our current website. Uh, Crepe myrtles in the three-gallon cans are half price. All right. We have some rose trees. Yeah. This is the perfect time to be putting those out. They are at half price. There's about uh, 20-something of those. Uh, We've got jujubes. Jujubes. At half price. (laughs) I love to say that. 
I know we must have some gardeners out there that have jujubes growing in their landscape. I sold one yesterday. Did you? Yeah. I mean, was it like a thicket or? Uh. <laughs> he, he, he wanted a Lee variety, and I had it. And yeah. People. Oh, you sold it. Sold you didn't. It. Yeah. yeah you, just, can't, you can't beat half price. So. He, yeah. People. People that. Uh, that know how to use jujubes, and we have recipes for the candied jujube on plantanswers.com. What do they call it? They call it some kind of fig, don't they? I mean, isn't it? Isn't it yeah, like a, let's see. What do they call that? Uh, but anyway, they they uh, candy them, and man, they're good. They're 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 like dates when you when you when you can uh, put that sugar with them. They're like dates. And uh, a certain group of people, uh, uh, that, that's, that, that's a cultural food. So uh, what is that name? Something with dates. Is it some sp- common name that they give it other than jujube? We'll remember somewhere in the yeah. middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Something dates, some yeah, ethnic yeah. Yeah. name. And then uh, we've got bougainvilleas, all sizes. Half price. So hanging basket, 10-inch pot, 15-gallon. Um, there's some really large hanging baskets, and they just need a little TLC. And, you know, bougainvilleas, there's long day and short day, and the days are getting shorter. So a lot of varieties are going to start kicking into bloom really good now. So uh, so you could probably count on till Thanksgiving, and then this winter, though, you want to you have some... Uh, Give them some protection. Protection. Uh, considered, so that that really make a bargain if you got some protection for them. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. One thing. One thing about the blue bonnets. I'll, I'll mention if you're, uh, and we've been talking about planting wildflowers at this time of the year, but if you pl- if you plan to if you want blue and I think you'll have red all season, but especially the blue. If you want blue blue bonnets, I don't know why anybody would want a blue blue bonnet. Uh, but uh, shaking the, our the heads. blue seed is very rare this year, hmm. so uh, I would go ahead and uh, get them as soon as you possibly can while the, the transplants are available. On the on that rare note, since we're there. Ryegrass is going to be in short supply this year too. Really? So all those ryes we talked about. Um, there's very few large bags out there, and uh, so, so I don't. I wonder where they collect the seed. Just doing it pretty quick. Must have been a weather thing this year. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. But like the 50 pound, 40, 50 pound bags, uh, they're almost non-existent. Huh. Oh, how? All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. You want to get to the plant of the weekend? Plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. <laughs> it's bowtie vine. Uh, it's a tropical vine, so I would treat it like I would a manavilla where it's uh, in some sun and either in a pot with its own trellis or up against something where you can cut it back to the pot and bring it in for cold. And it is a spectacular royal purple flower. Yeah. It looks like a yeah. bow tie slash butterfly. Didn't you have a common name for it? Butter- yeah, there was butterfly. a bow tie plant or um, Costa Rican butterfly, I think it said. So it's, it's a very, very cool plant, heart-shaped leaves, and I think it deserves a, a spot in, in uh, the average landscape. Yeah, so uh, my suggestion is uh, how many do we have left? I believe eight. 
eight left. Okay, so it's thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, if you uh, are familiar with it, uh, go ahead and just and want one. You can come by and get one, or you can call Nobody's us. Nobody's familiar with it. All right, well, if you're not familiar with it, you've never go, heard of it. We've never go seen online. It. You can find <laughs> pictures pretty quickly, and it's it is impressive. So go online and look for Bowtie Plant, and you'll see the uh, the purple flower and why it's you'll it's very clear as really quickly why it's called the Bowtie Plant. Why is that? Because the flower looks like a bow tie. Oh, okay. Uh huh. See, nothing gets past me. And uh, then you uh, and then if you want one. Uh, just you can come by or call the nursery at four nine seven three seven six zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Just tell them, hey, put one aside for me. I'll be there in a little while, or I'll be there tomorrow, and Mill Burgers will take care of you. Now it's going to have to be grown in a container, right? Yes, because it's a tropical. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. Anything else, Trace? Ah, uh, the maze is uh, done. Yeah. Gosh, a lot done. One hundred percent decorated, but okay. uh, it's accessible. Yeah, your team got a lot done yesterday after we left the radio. And we, yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, we should have the bounce house up pretty soon. And we've got some orange round things coming tomorrow. Oh. As well as uh, some organic, Organic things. or manufactured? Uh, organic. Okay, because I see some manufactured ones over there. Pumpkins? We have those year-round. <laughs> We're talking about decorative pumpkins, yeah. of course. And right. There should and be a wide representation. We'll yeah. talk about them next Ghost week. pumpkins? Uh, I have not seen the complete list, okay. but I'm sure there's going to be some odd ones like that. Good. Those are cool. All right. Well, for more information on and all the, the miniatures for those little yeah, the kids go the nuts little, yeah. see those miniature it's, pumpkins. Yeah. And you can buy hay here, right? We do have hay for sale. Uh, most of it is coastal, so I mean, it's... Uh, and in years past, we've used a lot of straw, uh, decorative type hay. This one has a dual purpose. Is that what? That's what you call straw now? Is decorative type hay? Sure. Yeah. I think last year it was millet. Stocky, uh, yeah, it was all full of stocks. Yeah, this looks real fine. I can see it over there. It's this would be good for people who are doing archery in their backyard. Yes, sir. For uh, looking well, I, for hay bales. Well, I would get the I would get the ones. There are there are a few that are done out of uh, straw. Oh, okay. Uh, those would be the better for the archers. Uh, yeah, this is saves the tips better. This is good for. Uh, oh, you see, see if you got a horse. We got a couple of neighbors that have horses. Yeah. And uh, you can yeah, use them nice. for Halloween or Christmas, and yeah. then give them to the horse. Yeah. <laughs> And you have a, you bringing him some corn too, didn't you? Didn't you uh, say? There should be some corn, I believe. I know there's corn stalks coming. Stalks. That, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's something a lot hard of, to find. A lot of people are using nowadays, and last year we couldn't keep them in stock. Oh no! And there's only a limited number because you know it's already been <laughs> harvested, so uh, it's not like they can go back out and grow any. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you, Trace. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and 
fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now, in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only two eighty-eight. Just two eighty-eight for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well. Right now in the four-inch pot, just eighty-eight cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save twenty percent on fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers Famous Pumpkin Patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. This is Dennis Prager. When it comes to your home, math is your friend. Well, math and Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell doesn't charge you the traditional 6%. When you sit down with Sergio, he'll show you exactly how their low set fee program will save you money. To find out how much you can keep in your pocket, call 210-693-0305 to get a free home evaluation and market analysis. 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Michael Medved for townhall.com. After a miserable summer for movies, with box office down some 15% across the board, September brought a big surprise. A modestly budgeted fright fest with no big names smashed all records for horror films or for September releases in general. It, based on a 1986 Stephen King novel and a 90s TV miniseries, centers on an ageless cannibal clown who arises from the sewers of a main town every 27 years to murder and mutilate local children. A group of outcast 13-year-olds does bad battle with this demonic force, while the film's only adults engage in incest, sadism, attempted rape, child abuse, and wanton cruelty. As in many Stephen King stories, supernatural power functions only on the dark side, never balanced by the goodly or the godly. The only genuinely scary aspect of the whole it phenomenon is the public reception for this mediocre product. The $117 million in opening weekend business is as grotesque as anything on screen. I'm Michael Medved. Jay Sekulow continues his work to drain the swamp. Three months before James Comey and his staff were to interview Hillary Rodham Clinton, he was writing his exoneration declination letter. I mean, these people are that sick in the swamp. They should yeah. call it a swamp because it's infested with swamp creatures. And swamp creatures are survivalist, so it takes the powers of us and the Congress to even start eking out the truth. The Jay Sekulow Show, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5 on 9.30 a.m., the answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Wick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're here to talk gardening with you at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free 866-308-8867. Next week will be fall. Oh, good. Next Friday, I think. Is it? Yeah. When is the... Next Friday. Is it Friday? Okay. Oh, no. Milton will have to do his calculation to make get the exact time. Well, I think they they said on the news the exact time is going to be something like Friday at uh, three ten or something like that. Oh, okay, so they were. Already... I'll only accept it if Milton has verified. Oh, is that right? Okay. All right, I will. Well, actually, let's get Dennis to. Dennis will do a much better job than I will. So, Dennis, uh, if you'll send us that email, the, when the, the, when the exact the time, official exact time was. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be on the we won't be on the air before then. So no, we'll let the well, maybe ja- if, if James can get it to us today, we can talk about it today. Oh, gosh, are you getting demanding? Huh? I know, uh, considering he's working for free. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, and with fall comes plant growth begins to slow. At least, at least some of the. Uh, trees and, and grasses and things like short that. Short days, huh? Short days. Uh, it moves into short days. And uh, this is uh, it, it's getting the time to uh, to correct the iron deficiency on some of your plants. Hmm. And uh, symptoms are yellow leaves with dark green veins. Uh, most prominent on newest growth first. Apply iron product, and 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 specifically since you want something fast uptake, you want a chelated iron at this time of the year. Uh, a lot of you have grown. Uh, looking at this citrus that we have here, it's dark green. See how pretty dark green it is. But a lot of times when people buy. Uh, citrus and take it home and put it in a container and don't use copious amounts of osmocote plus the uh there's even horticulturists that the i mean that it's so that's turn one of the, yellow they yeah, turn yellow that's one of the plants that can quickly convert because they'll use whatever nutrients oh are yeah 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 you it's just amazing you go from looking like this to light green and yeah just one season of course, look at all that fruit they produce and yeah. all the foliage they produce. <laughs> so you want you want to, uh, of course, you don't want to be fertilizing now, but uh, if you want to green them up, green your your plant material up, uh, the best best thing to use is what we call an iron chelate, and that's an iron that uh, that uh, doesn't. Lock up readily in 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 alkaline uh, soil conditions, uh, and uh, one of the the there's there's several, there's numerous iron chelates on the market, but uh, Dr. Larry Stein and and Texas A&M horticulturists have done a lot of research to find that it's only one type of uh, iron chelate that that actually really greens plants up in a hurry and won't become tied up with uh, alkaline soil. 
and the ones we have available here uh, is, is the the iron chelate that you're looking for is in the coral pool iron chelate and fertilome liquid iron. Both of those contain uh, an iron chelate in a in a readily uptakeable uh, form. And it's important to uh, follow the label instructions on those too, not because it's going to hurt anything, but you're to efficiently use the right. the material. You want you want to follow the label instructions. You can spray it on the leaves, or or you can uh, use it in the soil around the around the plant. And I mention this quite often, but Jerry and I did a television research project years and years ago with uh, iron products, and we did it out on the, my lawn and uh, tried all kinds of things. Uh, ironite did not work. But uh, some of the, almost anything dissolved, and any of the iron products dissolved uh, and sprayed onto the foliage really responded fast. Even copperus, which doesn't want to, yeah, doesn't want to dissolve, but it does partially dissolve. It responded pretty quick. Um, so these products that you've got here are going to be really efficient, and they'll uh, easy to dissolve, and then they'll they'll work real quick on your plants. Yeah. Uh, Neil, Neil's. <clears throat> yeah, I'll give the number real quick while you get Neil out. Okay. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to be a part of the show. Uh, Neil Sperry uh, writes in his uh, column, uh, column is in, my, in the newspaper yesterday, his questions and answers series. I think I think uh, he got one of our uh, callers call in and uh, ta- uh, ask him about it, said, uh, you've talked about a product to apply to stumps of unwanted brush after we cut it off. No, Neil has never done that. Uh, I can't remember what it was, and I don't know where to find it. And uh, they're, what what they're talking about is our our cut vine and stump remover that we're always talking about. Uh, stump vine, stump vine, well, cut vine and stump, stump. killer, killer, killer. Stump killer is tough. Killer. I mean, not very many products that have the name killer on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a negative uh, connotation. But uh, Neil says uh, he, he's talking, he just recommended uh, a standard uh, broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D. I don't know if that, that works or not. Well, uh, it may work if you've got the time and the knowledge to do a research project to figure out what form to use and everything, but, yeah. but we're spoiled with this stump vine and it's got cut vine and stump killer. I mean, it's got a little brush on it. <laughs> you cut the hackberry, you just brush it on there. It's very you use very little chemical, then you move on to the next one. So easy to use, inexpensive. Uh, so, you know, we hate to disagree with Neil, but uh, 
You don't hate to disagree with me. <laughs> I hate to disagree with me, but the Calvin does not. But, but that's it's certainly certainly easier to use that that product, and and uh, as far as I know, everybody has confirmed the results Jerry and I have had. Yeah, that had good wor- results. It works. It works well. And it's safe. And, I, yeah, I use it in my roast bed. You can just put a little on there. Yeah. A, yeah. Whereas the 2,4-D product, you're mainly spraying the whole plant. Yeah, and then you you, do, you definitely are not going to use it around rose uh, the rose bed or where you can use this product. I use it in the rose bed all the time because I've got a relatively large uh, tough rose. Tough roses, Belinda's Dream and Katie Road and... Uh, birds bring the hackberry and the mulberry oh, yeah. seed and and there and so I'm always cutting out those little seedlings. Works well. Well, Neil's talking about drill one or more, depending on the size of the trunk, inch deep, pencil-sized holes into the stumps and fill them with the concentrated material. Do not allow it to run out onto the soil. Now, the 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 difference is. Uh, when you're fooling with hackberries, most of the time you're fooling with things too small to drill a hole in. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so you're talking a sapling or seedling or whatever you want to call it. So uh, that that's the neat thing about our cut vine and, and stump killer is that uh, you can make the cut wherever you want to. Uh, uh, on the on the on the plant uh, in in Tennessee, I had a bunch of uh, plants coming up through established shrubs. So rather than get trying to get down under those shrubs and get it at the base, I just cut it about halfway in halfway in two, and put that drop on the cut surface immediately, uh, and uh, that that kills it all the way to the roots and that that's what works best too for like the blackberry patch or the oh, yeah. rose patch yeah right you know it's no fun having to oh, go all yeah. underneath there under the in the thorns when you, you just take a convenient spot where you can get at it and get the the little brush on there and and seems to work whether it's four inches up or eight or 12 inches up uh now also, I got a note from uh, from Curtis, mm-hmm. uh, and he was talking about. He said uh, that, that he liked uh, he liked our discussion on that tin- timber bamboo that we had yesterday. Oh, somebody called in with some uh, big timber bamboo and was wanting to wanting to control it, and it was under large live oak trees. And even though Calvin used it in the rose bed, and we never have her, uh, and you use so so little of it, uh, we recommended that they that they cut the cut the bamboo off and immediately fill fill up that hollow inner node uh, between the nodes. It's hollow when you cut it off, and fill that up with our our uh, stump vine and. Cut vine. Uh, cut vine and stump <laughs> killer. <laughs> it's also a vine killer, too. Oh, okay. But uh, Curtis says that he used both uh, glyphosate and uh, 
tri- tricolor both to kill the bamboo. The glyphosate works well enough if you are, are among desirable trees. Uh, I use the method of cutting three to four inches, cutting it to three to four inches, and liberally pouring the strong, strongest possible concentration into the hole in the center, the hmm. inner node I'm talking about. I, and then he put in parentheses, I use copious amounts. Oh, now he's speaking our language. So, uh, and we know glyphosate won't hurt the trees. So uh, you might want to try some of that, uh, especially around those big old valuable trees like that. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, and toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jay Parsons on 930 AM, The Answer. Give that. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only two eighty-eight. Just two eighty-eight for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well right now in the four-inch pot, just 88 cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save 20% on fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers Famous Pumpkin Patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Galactic greetings to thee. I am David Gramillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Gramillion on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Joe Walsh sees no courage from congressional Republicans. Trump has given them eight months 
to prove to him that they do have some courage. They do have some drive. They do have some fight in them. And they've shown themselves to be wanting. The Joe Walsh Show. Weeknights at 10 on 930 AM. The Answer. Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference. Stimulating talk. Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles is now an artist selling paintings for up to two thousand dollars. I'd like to know who bought a painting by a chimp for two grand. The answer. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep raising interest rates for the foreseeable future. Stimulating talk. Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? Are people starting to think maybe values are? the issue. The answer. Take 9:30 a.m. the answer with you everywhere you go with the 9:30 a.m. the answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9:30 a.m. the answer, download the app and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9:30 a.m. the answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Give us a call. Be a part of the show at 308-8867. Uh, uh, I know a lot of our listeners will always like to try raspberries. All right. And we tell them you can't grow raspberries here because they're... They, died over a short period of time, but that doesn't stop people from trying because they love raspberry. What'd Neil say? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have a new raspberry available here. Really? Called Nova. N-O-V-A. Okay. And uh, so in, in, we're in with this fall, fall bunch of planting. And uh, probably... It says, produces large crops of firm, bright red, medium to large berries. The fruit has a superb flavor and stores well. No, it doesn't store well because you eat them faster than you produce. Needs acidic soil, which we don't have, and fertilizer. Well, absolutely. Uh, So if you want to grow your own raspberries, I'm I'm still thinking HEB is going to be your best bet. But uh, if you still want to grow your raspberry, try try this new raspberry. You grow it like our information is on uh, blueberries in a container. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it needs acidic soil in a container. And uh, you plant it now uh, so it will get an established root system before uh, next spring. And you might get a few few uh, raspberries they I, I forget a ra- I, I know a black a blackberry produces on older wood or produces uh, shoots on older wood that produces then dies but I don't I think a raspberry does the same thing so yeah. so the Get the get the get the one with the most cane if you come over to Mayburgers to get this Nova Raspberry. When Jerry's talking old wood, he's just talking one year wood. Yeah, one year wood. Not that old brown 
thorny <laughs> wood that uh, doesn't have any leaves I think, on it. I think Kevin has grabbed some of those before. Oh, gosh. The way so, he's yeah. talking about it. I get near a blackberry or a raspberry <laughs> bed, and it comes jumps out at me. <laughs> and a so, raspberry doesn't have near the thorns that uh, that are they they got bad blackberries, too. They've got uh, Arapaho thornless and Brazos. Let's see, Brazos has thorns, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> and uh, Natchez. But uh, anyway. And Natchez is the recommended one now, right? Is that the one you like? I th- I think, uh, I think it was. I don't. Uh, well, I like the thorny one called uh, Kiowa. Oh, Kiowa, okay. That's my favorite. I always uh, f- fell back on uh, on Brazos because oh, it was so, yeah. so easy to yeah. grow and reliable. And Brazos is, is, is a parent of, uh, of uh, Kiowa. But it's got the same size berries and everything. It's just a little sweeter. Very productive. Very productive. Wouldn't have plant. to be much sweeter to be sweeter than... Yeah, Brazos has to, they say on there, with a tart flavor. (laughs) Fairly, uh, it says, Brazos is a large, attractive, fairly firm blackberry. It's very firm. With a tart flavor. Super for cooking. Oh, yeah. And and ripened in June to July. And then you cut cut it to the ground. Or cut all the old dead wood out. But anyway, I just thought I'd mention that raspberry. I saw it. They got a picture of it in there. And in in the uh I keep growing those uh blueberries and I don't know why. <laughs> I I love blueberries, the but bear, the birds uh, a lot of appreciate. The birds, yeah. Oh no. What? There's that butterfly that lays the lar- oh. larvae on the citrus over there flying around the citrus. I can go better go there and shoo him or shoo her away. She just, she'll just lay a few out there. Uh-huh. They'll bring them up. What is this bird poop? Uh-huh. <laughs> just wipe it off. So I understand why blackberries are called blackberries and blueberries are called blueberries. Why are raspberries called raspberries? They're raspy. The The stem is, is raspy oh. when you grab the stem. Okay. And you She's don't. making that up? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bought into that. I don't know what the origin of that name is. Is ra- I mean, somebody that is a foreign language expert is there. Is ras R A S P. Oh, raspberry. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, Dennis, see what you can find out for us. Let me look and see if we got any information on spring yet. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. And toll free. It's 866-308-8867. People are wondering what to plant at this time of year, and and uh, uh, I wanted to mention that uh, the the spinach is available, but uh, uh, we when we first put spinach on the market, uh, the the grower who's passed away now, uh, Mr. Peterson, didn't. Didn't much, didn't much want to put spinach on the market because it was, it was in the collards and the, that kind of. He, he envisioned it as in that kind of category. That uh, that mainly the East Texas growers grew main, main most of, them. and uh, so 
but spinach has taken a life of its own. The tr- spinach transplant is very is very uh, uh, very popular among people, ma- mainly because of the health benefits of, of eating spinach and how easy it is to grow. But uh, the problem is it's not, it's not easy to grow from seed. And uh, that's why we make the transplants available. And these spinach transplants are, are hybrids, new hybrids just on the market. And uh, Dr. Larry Stein furnishes the seeds to the growers of these new hybrids. And uh, that's where coho came from many years ago. And... Uh, and, and all the spinach is in in between that. So, are you saying that this is this spinach is going to prosper in this ninety-five degree heat? No, I'm no. saying the spinach transplants are better than the plants that you grow from the seed. Yeah, the yeah. seed that you can get off the seed right. Yeah, we uh, don't hesitate to to plant uh, broccoli and cauliflower. Brussels sprouts, collards, cabbage right now, but some of us hesitate to plant spinach for a little while until yeah. it cools down. It's uh, it's kind of in the same league as uh, pansies. They just uh, don't respond as well to hot weather as some of our other uh, cool weather plants do. So what about Crawford lettuce? My Crawford lettuce has a mind of its own. Uh. It decides when it's going to come. Although I, uh, when I do plant the seed... It comes up earlier than when I when it tra- when it the transplants itself. I mean when uh, it uh, yeah. naturally seeds because I, I mean it seems like every year it's getting later and later and later. Yeah. Uh, the reason I mentioned Crawford seed is uh, Jack Hoover uh, has uh, got us has packaged up some more Crawford lettuce seed, and we're running into a problem with that. That seed, you know, every time we come up with a seed, we run into a, seemed like a production problem. And uh, I had Jack run a germination test on on the, this year's seed that we collected and cleaned at Wild Seed Farms and things like that. And he got very poor, if, if no any, germination on this year's seed, all of our seed. So uh, uh, he's he. We're going to keep it in the refrigerator for a longer period of time and hope that it's got a a cold dormancy. Didn't we go through this one other year? It's always been a poor germinator. Uh, yeah, and then I thought you. Then the, then there was. Then you guys did a second test and yeah, everything came. Everything came. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, the, the Jack has uh, well used potted up, has seeded, packaged up some more uh, Crawford lettuce seed for this fall, and Millburgers has the seed yeah. available free of charge. All you have to do is ask for it at the cash register. I had uh, some. I mentioned the seed. Well, other folks mentioned it too from Steve Brown at that event. I the presentation I made on Saturday. And I said, well, I've got some last year's seed that, you know, Jerry gave me in my briefcase. And that's the seed we're using this year. Okay. And, uh, but I said, I, I warned him that that, that uh, lettuce is a small seed and the 
extermination is erratic. So if you take it, it didn't. Nobody batted an eyelash. You know, they everybody wanted yeah. wanted the seed. And of course, I did not have the whole packet of the seed. I was trying to remember <laughs> where I, but must have put it up with the rest of my seed on the on my cabinet. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's still in high demand. Yeah. And uh, if you want to read about uh, Crawford lettuce seed, I've got on our topics of the month, uh, Crawford re- uh, second second listing on the front page of plantanswers.com. Uh, the second listing is Crawford reseeding heirloom lettuce seed. The important thing about the uh, the lettuce seed is when you're direct seeding it in your, in your garden, is planted right on top of the soil because right. if you cover and don't be just shaking your head yes out there because <laughs> jerry and i go through this all the time we'll be uh be talking to somebody and they'll agree to it and then you you sit and watch and they're covering up the seed again you know this is just right on the top well uh wet it down you know prepare your soil wet it down and I've gone to doing the same thing with carrots, Jerry. I think it's that works for carrots just as well as yeah, it does. And I've got uh, got a, a description of uh, on plantanswers.com in topics of the month. The first listing on on that is direct seeding into garden soil of late summer and fall plant, and this is a step by step description of how to direct seed uh, pl- uh, plants for this time of the year. Uh, and with, like I said, with pictures. We took over at uh, Drip Steve's garden one time with tomatoes when we were talking about direct I, seeding I, tomatoes. Uh, but, uh, and, I, and then under that, it's got the Crawford reseeding heirloom lettuce seed. And then the other seed that we're talking about uh was wildflowers of course and Kevin got a wonderful article in uh in uh yesterday's paper about um about uh planting of a wildflower seed and you'll see in that too that they talk about uh putting on right on top of the soil we're going to take a break while we do you give us a call 308 8867 we're back with Millburgers gardening south texas once again dr jerry parsons dr calvin finch milton glick and your calls on 9 30 a.m the answer and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's 866-308-8867. A couple things to uh, bring up uh, real quick. We're of course live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, where you can uh, uh, give us a call, and or you can come on out and be here with us at the nursery and ask your gardening question in person. We're, We've been here a while, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for the nice woman who had the issues with the, uh, oh, the Nuts Edge to come by because she was going to show us the stickers. Nuts Edge. Nuts Edge. What did I say? I thought you said Nut Hatch. No, maybe I did. Nuts Edge. Nuts Edge. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just the way I say it. 
Anyway, um, and um, we'll tell you about an event that the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas have coming up tomorrow in just a moment. But uh, our ace reporter uh, out in the field, Dennis, sent us this information. Calvin was just talking about it, Dennis. So Fall Equinox is September 22nd at 3.02 Central Standard Time. I was close. You were I close. Said three something. Yeah, a three something works out. <laughs> if, if you'd said 310 or something, you know, that would have been too far. Three something is like 302. There you go. Yeah, so there you go. Thank you, Dennis. So, September 20th, so when we start next Saturday, you're right, it'll be fall. It'll be nice. Nice to have fall here. Well, I think it'll still be nice. Yeah, I was wondering what the weather was supposed to be. Well, I was a little disappointed because earlier in the week, the forecast for this week was some uh, some showers and some cooler weather. Hmm. But then when I looked at the uh, paper today, the forecast was all the highs were up there, 92 and 94 again, and and uh, the lows were low 70s. So I guess we're still a ways away from the fall-like weather. Were the Sinisa blooming? Actually, they were kind of. Were they? Yeah. So I don't know what to say, but I still stand by them. So I, uh, I brought up the fact that uh, there's a couple uh, good classes coming up. Uh, tomorrow, it's the Gardening Essentials class um, at uh, the, uh, oh, shucks. Botanical Garden. Yeah. Garden, garden Center. The Garden the Center. Garden the Garden Center. Center. from the, the Botanical Garden. Garden. Yeah, so it's tomorrow from noon to 3, and uh, topic, there's uh, all kinds of uh, camaraderie and uh, social interaction and friendly. Uh, I think they're going to be talking about uh, mycorrhiza. The yes, soil organism. Uh, it just it million, st- stimulates all that millions, social networking. Millions of soil organisms. The uh, Teresa and David Steinbrunner, right, of Wild Root Organics, will discuss the benefits of mycorrhiza. Thank you, mycorrhiza fungi with ninety-five percent of the plants to increase water and nutrient uptake. Disease resistance, drought tolerance, and increased yield. Then number two, class number two, and just seed ta- exchange. Yeah, we were just talking about seeds. What did you? Were you cheating? No, I uh, remember. Wow, I'm impressed. Uh, it's well, a, he might be remembering from nine years ago. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know how that <laughs> it is. just happens to be <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, he just yells out seed exchange for everything. Uh, Katie, uh, Katie, I hope I'm getting your name right. Daish. Uh, the newly started SA Seed Exchange and Library will discuss the importance of seed libraries in preserving existing species of plants. There will be a seed exchange opportunity, so bring any seeds you would like to share, labeled by name, variety, and year harvested, please. So that sets free. A $5 donation is appreciated. And uh, it sounds like it's going to be good. For more yeah, information. Snack. There's always snacks. And oh, I didn't know that. Good snacks, conversation. Right? Uh, also, what time do the snacks get there? Huh? What time are the snacks there? Right snacks now? get there first thing. Ooh! But the yeah. the best the best snacking time is uh, just before the event starts. Um, the other thing is that you can check out the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, a fun organization to belong to. Uh, they don't have a lot of they don't have formal continuing education requirements, but you've got access uh, to training and to lots of projects. They work with Jerry and I on a on our projects, they uh, do a lot of joint projects with the master gardeners. So it's a fun organization. You can work with folks that think the way you do about gardening, mm-hmm. love gardening, and you can learn a lot and do significant work. 
for youth, cons- water conservation. They're big in water conservation. So uh, that's tomorrow at the Garden Center from noon to 3. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Some of the items uh, that we have here, too, are marimums. Uh, they're very, very pretty. I bought some last weekend and put them in the uh, container, and they're doing well. Some have bloomed out, but the but new blooms come on. You're talking about the marigolds. Yeah, the marimums. Yeah, but I mean, are you, are you talking about... The chrysanthemums, or are you talking about the the, Mary, the marigolds? I thought it was both. No. I thought marimums were both. No, marimums are, are the what's what's way in the yeah right right all right. That's the mar the marigolds that bloom in the fall and that yeah that we promoted years ago. That are marimum yeah. yeah yeah and they're hard to get. Uh, and they grow. And they're s- fun to grow now because of the less. Uh, uh, spider mite action. Okay. And they're, yeah. So, they're very pretty. And then chrysanthemums, though, are different. That's a fall perennial that comes back. Okay. I, I thought maybe you were lumping them together. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. So, but I understand. And you know what we say about marimums, right? Marigolds? No. If you can't grow it, we can't help you. It's <laughs> <laughs> easy to grow. Yeah. And it's really pretty. Just give it a little water every now and then. That's oh. And that's, daily almost. And that's also a, it's better if you could have planted them earlier, but that's also a neat, one of the few ways to impact uh, your, the, the nematodes, yeah. nematodes oh, in yeah, your right, garden. Right, right. Yeah, you plant them relatively close together. They look good, and they uh, do some trapping, so you can reduce the population quite a bit with uh, uh, planting, and then you leave them. Heck, you can leave them in to they probably usually quit blooming out after Thanksgiving sometime once right. it gets cold. Right. All right, again, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Uh, we were talking about seed earlier, and uh, we always talk about uh, the plants like uh, Esperanza and... And we had a call yesterday from somebody who wanted to know if the seed of Esperanza right. would grow. And the answer and, is? And the answer is, yeah, but you don't want to do that because they don't come back true to Gold Star. No. Then they're not the floriferous uh, plant that uh, Gold Star is. Gold Star Esperanza is. But uh, if you plant the seed. But people... And we also talked about the seed on uh, Prada Barbados. So, uh, which are the, the Prada Barbados and Esperanza are loaded with seed now. And that, that just drives people nuts. I mean, uh, you know, they, they, want to, they want to plant them and grow more plants so they don't have to buy Prada, Prada Barbados or Gold Star or Esperanza. Rather than uh, they want to grow their own plant. A lot of them just like to grow them, and then they have no space, so they give them to their friends. There you go. Which is uh, cool. Somebody wrote in and said, are seed of the Pride of Barbados plant edible? Hmm. Here's, a, here's somebody that wants to eat or eat the seed, you know. That, that's why we try to make these plants sterile, so people want to be faced with this dilemma. Um. And Forrest wrote, wrote him back, said, Dennis, most 
most all references say that the seed of this plant are poisonous. Ooh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Proud of Barbados, and they have the have the big seed. But uh, sure, can we ask it on the air? All right, I'm gonna give you the microphone, and you'll be all in the air. And these guys will be able to help you. Go ahead. Hello, I, I just wanted to know what kind of purple sage I'll recommend. Wow. Yeah, lots of good ones. I think our favorite is Legacy. Um, if you, if we still got some left here, you're talking Texas Sage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the uh, which Legacy? What is the uh, Lowry's? The, oh, oh, yeah. I don't know if they got any of that left or not, but, uh, but there's one called uh, Lowry Legacy. Lowry's uh, Legacy. That's got the re- a really nice blue bloom. And when it's blooming, it's just covered. The reason we, like we discovered it, well, we first time we saw it, it was planted out at Mitchell Lake. Well, Jerry had seen it before, but it's planted out at Mitchell Lake. Spectacular, covered with butterflies and uh, uh, hummingbirds. But there's a lot of good ones. The uh, that's compact. That's that's the most common. Okay. And and it's it's purple. Okay, that no. sound, but you don't know if you have them or not. Yeah. Uh, the Lowry Legacy, I don't know. They yeah, had some around. and it was on sale. They may, they may have, may have okay. sold. Well, and then just if you'll go to the gazebo, ask them if they'll get somebody to, to point them out for you, and they'll bring somebody up. Okay, thanks. Okay, okay. thank you all. all Good right. question. Thanks. Yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. Um, getting back to that seeding thing, mm-hmm. I was, uh, like I said, there, there's a complete write-up on the Crawford uh, reseeding heirloom uh, lettuce seed on you know, um, the tropics that, of the month. I find that is a really tasty lettuce, too, leaf lettuce. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not bitter as a lot of and it's got lettuce, a, it's leaf got, lettuce. And it's got a nice... Yeah. Firm. I mean, it's got a little structure to it, so it's yeah. a, got a little chew chew to it too. It's got a. It's a butter crunch. That's, What's that's that? That's what you're trying to describe. Yeah. Crawford. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you were talking. Uh, but uh, I, I was reading the write-up. What's that on? Uh, on uh, PlantAnswers.com on the Crawford reseeding lettuce, and they give a description of of how to uh, how to plant it. Uh, and and uh, this is w- uh, on the original write-up that was given that I was given was in a men's garden co- club uh, uh, publication years ago. It's got a picture of uh, cr- the Crawfords before they passed away. Hang on, Ron. And uh, it says uh, level level the row out with a rake. Row should be a minimum of 12 and preferably 18 inches apart. Dig a three-inch trench down the middle of the row with the hoe. Now that—that's that's why I'm getting jumpy. Uh, three-inch trench. Three-inch trench down the middle of the row because I'm—I'm I'm thinking if we tell people to do that, they'll put they, it in. They'll put it in there and cover it oh. at the bottom. What was that for water? Yeah, I said take take a five-gallon uh, bucket of water or hose and fill the trench with water. Repeat step number three. Now, if your soil is moist already, 
uh, you don't really need to do that, but uh, that that'll ensure uh, repeat. It said repeat step three about the the uh, the five gallon bucket of water or hose and fill the trench with water. Uh, said, in other words, do that twice. This ensures complete soaking of the planting bed and pre-irrigates the bed so the seed will not have to be watered in. Rake soil back uh, into the trench so the soil is level. He, he mentioned that, which is good. You need to do this while the trench is still uh, soppy, soap, soupy wet. Wait five to ten minutes until the water is soaked in before you plant the lettuce seed. Plant three or four seed in clumps every six inches down the length of the row on top of the wet soil. Just as you drop the seed, flick your wrist a little so the seed spreads out to about a circumference of a silver dollar. Step seven is do not cover the seed except, and this is this is where... I probably should have taken this out of here. It said, uh, "Do not cover the seed. That's that's what it should be left there, except to use some dry soil with a little compost mixed together and apply a very light layer. That's, I think, a danger. Yeah, that's, that's a true. danger. Telling people to to because use a, the, a light level because you gotta have the raking, the the watering action." All that leads to a little the seed getting it working in between the soil, and that's right. all you really need. You need seed soil contact, but you don't need coverage. Yeah. Uh, who are we waiting uh, for, Mill? Ron is on the line at 308-8867. We'll finish it up in a second. That's all right. Okay. All right. Ron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Y'all were talking about a lot of berries a while ago. Are y'all familiar with the Texas dewberry, or I don't know, what the origin of it is? It grows around Lee County, Texas, on the fence rows. What is it called? Dewberry. Dewberry. Oh, berry. Uh, Y'all should have heard of it. Uh, and it's called what now? Dewberry. Texas dewberry. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I could I be wrong Dr. about the Texas. Oh, okay. I think Doctor Stein had some of those planting out in our research beds. Uh, uh, well, the, we, I never have had really good luck with dewberries. I thought uh, it was just they're, a mat- they're not nearly as reliable and as productive as blackberries are. I thought it was just a matter of growth habit. Yeah, the the, the dew. Well, they kind yeah. of lean. They're kind of a the dewberry runs along the ground, yeah. and the blackberry right. is upright. Little a lot harder to manage for sure. Oh yeah, and pick well, too. The dewberry, it, it, it kind of grows wild. That's how we we used to pick them uh, May, June on the fence rows. Yeah. You'd go up there, and, and they'd be there, and you'd pick them. Yeah. I mean, I used to pick blackberries in Tennessee along the bed rows. And, I, of, course, of course, I was out selecting the biggest blackberry because there, there was genetic... The seedling variation there, but in, in the seedlings out there along the road highway, but uh, given given the good uh, given the good uh, growing conditions, they they would have uh, have a lot of blackberries. They talk about dewberries a lot up in the Pacific Northwest, I think, too. Yeah, and the really? Hoffmans, the uh, 
Kenneth Hoffman family and uh, all the Hoffmans, uh, their their grandfather, I guess. I guess it'd be Kenneth's daddy. Had actually had a had a uh, named Dewberry called the Hoffman Dewberry, hmm. and for a while there, one of the brothers hmm. used to grow it and sell it. Is it? They're good. I mean, is it sweet, it's, sweeter it's, like raspberry? Sweet, or? Yeah, sweet, sweeter than a blackberry, and elongated fruit, and uh, ripens earlier than blackberry. Huh. Right. Sounds good. Well, Thanks just, for the info. Bring it up. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, sir. And Evelyn is on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Evelyn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. What's going on? Um, this avocado, they have to have full sun, right? Yes, ma'am. And no container, though, either? No, ma'am. Oh, They're a tree. <laughs> yeah, they grow fast. Okay. And... Um, I was at the Elton Millburgers this morning, and they were out of cauliflower and cabbage. Really? Get out of here. Uh-oh. I we thought have... I'm looking at cabbage. What am I uh, looking at? Out Trace, Ev- Evelyn the says right. you're out of cabbage, cauliflower and cabbage? Six yes, pe- uh, they were out. Well, that's cabbage there. That's broccoli it was just there. What, the cabbage was that's using the onesies, the bigger container, but I wanted yeah, to know. What are you looking for the cabbage in? You want it in the six packs or in a six pack? Yes. Oh, I'm seeing it in four and a half inch. She pot. wants six packs. I'm seeing four and a half inch pot. Okay. Let me go look okay. and see what's coming. Okay, we're gonna go look and see. We're gonna check on that for you. Okay, and I heard Doctor Parsons yesterday talking about that old lady that didn't like horse herb. <laughs> Was that you? I think it may be Evelyn. <laughs> Probably so. I don't know if there's any other old lady that doesn't like uh, horse herb. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anybody liking horse herb. There's six flats of cabbage coming, four green. Oh, red. good. Did you hear that, Evelyn? We've got six flats of cabbage coming. Tuesday, Wednesday. Probably. Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. In, little, in the well, six packs. I'll have to talk to my cousin cool. right. see if he'll bring me out again. Yeah. How about cauliflower, too? Though. Cauliflower? Uh-huh. Pretty sure it's out there now. Oh, okay. I didn't look at it. Do I need to go look at it? We it think was in th- the... Uh, we think it's out there now, Evelyn. Well, when I got yesterday, there? when I got mine, it was four. Yeah. Four, no, it was... This was Thursday when I got mine. I was four and a half. The bigger, the round container was out there at the cauliflower. It's the single ones on the cauliflower. They look good, yeah. They were great. Um, Why don't you buy the larger containers, Evelyn? Well, I don't know. They get established a lot lot faster. Uh, I'm with Evelyn on the the one exception. You know, I love those three and a half inch. The uh, cabbage really doesn't seem to be necessary. Cabbage, no, no. It's... Cabbage does really well even in the, the two-inch yeah. containers, mm-hmm. too. So. But, okay. the, yeah, I, I find it a lot easier to grow the broccoli, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts if they're in the, the three-and-a-half or the four. It wouldn't be that you and Evelyn are trying to be frugal, would it? <laughs> it could I be. Don't, I don't want to use the cheap word. but uh, No, don't just go ahead. Uh, don't don't do it. Okay, which one is uh, Since he's, he's lumping you in the same category with me, Evelyn. I get uh, really livid about that. How about the kale? There's different types of kale. I don't know which one. Which one do you get to, that's good? How do you know which? I haven't messed with kale very much. We 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 don't have good kale. Well, I I like none of it. Tastes good. I like those the kale with the uh, the. <laughs> The crinkled, 
<laughs> the crinkled uh, leaves, um, because it, lo- it, lo- it looks it looks really pretty, attractive, and it, and it tastes good, and it's got some texture to it. I'll have four different varieties of kale on that same truck. Uh-huh. Okay, so we'll have four varieties. Okay, and then there's yeah, the well, ornamental that you can eat, right? What's no. that? Then there's ornamental kale, too, that you don't eat. It's just... You can eat that, too. Really? But yeah, the, the, this is this is just the edible, and then there's ornamental plus. Now, how how do how do you eat kale? I like spinach or I think most of the people are using eating kale is these days are grinding it up in greenies, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they put in it the shakes. In the shakes. In the shakes. That's one way. Or just but Evelyn just puts it in a salad. That's what she That's said. That's a tough salad. That leaf is tough. Everyone's tough. Texture. <laughs> That's texture. You betcha. I'm 83 years Ruff. old. I'm pretty tough still. You think That's she, roughage. You think uh, she got to 83 by not being tough? I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, Evelyn's going to call us someday with a way to get rid of that uh, horse herb. Uh, <laughs> That's how tough she is. Yeah, the and kale is, kale is good, too, in a... Boiled greens, if you mix it with, uh, mix it with boil greens. it long enough uh, <laughs> and put enough. Well, it ma- ma- mix yeah. it, mix it with uh, salt pork. The collard sure. greens, you said. Collard, collards, uh, or, or chard. the Swiss oh, chard. Yeah, man. thank you, Mom. I'm, I'm sure he's getting ill. Glad to help you. Collards and kale and chard. Oh <laughs> my! Well, collard pork. is kale. Is it? Yeah, no. collard is. Yeah, kale. but collards is much milder. Yeah, I'm thinking well, Jerry's not a salad fan. I had a receding lettuce to come up already. Lettuce has come up already? Uh-huh. I had some in the oh, container wow. that seeded out, and it, it's up now after this last rain we had. Okay. The wow. Crawford reseeding? Yes. Very cool. Huh. Mine so is, I, I, I must stayed. have a lazy strain, because mine doesn't like to come up until, shoot, Six weeks from now, seven weeks from well, now. Again, Evelyn is, up at different times. Evelyn is tough. That Crawford reseeding lettuce knows if it gives her any trouble, it's out of there. <laughs> so it, she, it knows. And it goes with the kale. Yes, it well, does. Isn't it too early for the spinach also? Uh, for, yep. for seeding, it's it's pretty pretty early to try to get it up from seed, but transplants. Uh, you well, they can had get transplants away with there that. this morning. Okay. Well, let me know how it works, Evelyn, because oh, okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm you know, one of those waiters, too. You know what's really good with that uh, with that kale? No. And, uh, it's yeah. horse herb leaves. Oh. Uh, I mean, I oh, mean, you ruined it, Dr. Parsons. Put horse you talk about kale <laughs> in your smoothie. I'm, I'm going to let you try that first. In yeah. Your, in your yeah. smoothie. We're going to let Jerry try it and get back with us on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even the deer, the deer like the uh, the horse herb that comes up in the, the lawn, which is fresh. Oh, yeah. Sprouts now. They don't much like it, the one that comes up in the shrub border and, the, you know, where it's been up and it's getting plenty of water and it's so tough you can't hardly pull it out of out of the ground. But they do, they do, they sit there and they'll just mow across, go across the lawn eating that. Horse herb. Good news, or the bad news is they don't eat it all. What else is yeah, going I'm, on, Evelyn? They'll eat your kale, too. <laughs> okay. Save, yeah. save That's you all for today. 
Thank you. Well, I'm, we're glad you called. You take <laughs> Thank care. Thank you for Thanks. calling her. All right, because we, we got to take Bye, a break. Everyone. We'll be back Bye. in a moment. 308-8867. We'll talk to Trace right after this. Find out what's going on at the nursery. 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. For Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, it's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this? Only two eighty-eight, just two eighty-eight for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well. Right now in the four inch pot just 88 cents each this week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in you can save 20 percent on fresh shipments just arrived of apples peaches pears figs avocados and more in the three gallon container starting from just 34.99 you'll find all these and more at Millburgers landscape nursery and don't forget it's coming soon Millburgers famous pumpkin patch an amazing monster maze at Millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Bull road if you would like to learn how to not just protect your assets, but turn those assets into real income, income that you won't outlive, call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. You can turn your nest egg into income. The Big State Retirement Experts will show you investment alternatives that increase with Wall Street gains, but won't ever lose value with market declines. A successful retirement starts with an income plan, a steady paycheck that will last as long as you do. The experts from Big State Financial can help you build your own personal pension plan and put you on track to the retirement you deserve. Call the Big State Retirement Specialist today at 210-373-6000 and turn your nest egg into income. Call now for your free retirement readiness review. It takes about an hour, but could add thousands and years of retirement income. The number to call is 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or visit them online at bigstatefinancial.com. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. 
whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is up here on the porch, and uh, we'll talk to Trace, and then we got a question from, I think, Arlene, and we're going to find out. We'll let Trace stay up here to answer it with us in uh, just a moment. So what's going on, sir? Well, I just got a uh, Halloween report. Oh, okay. looks like we're ready for the pumpkins coming in tomorrow. All right. Um, we've got our uh, swamp monster in the back pond, and it's... Functioning. Wow. <laughs> it's functioning. Is this the first year of the Swamp Monster? Well, it's something different every year. So, okay. Uh, one, one-headed one Swamp Monster this year. She's got plans for a three-headed Swamp Monster next year. Yeah, you want to build up to that. Yep. yep. She's, she was excited. She stopped me and wanted me to go out and look at the Swamp Monster in the pond. I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. But, uh, you'll go look at it and you'll still question what it was. Uh, <laughs> Very cool. But it's, it is, uh, what about Roger? Have you got the tranquilizers for him if he mm-hmm. drives the train? I, I think the hay itself is a tranquilizer for oh, him. He's yeah, been moving I it around he was, all day. Yeah, he was <laughs> loading and unloading. You're right. That that's got to be that's a tough job for somebody that doesn't do it very often. But uh, by the end of the month, we should be functioning for uh, for all of that. The end of the month is coming quick. It's only about a week or so away. So good. That's pretty scary. That the uh, one of the biggest events. At Milberger's is the Halloween celebration. I mean, it's where it's, it's months every year. It's months ahead of the season. <laughs> it, it, luckily, they don't let Christmas get in the way of the Halloween celebration. There you go. Move it back. Thanksgiving. Well, they use a, they use a lot of the Halloween stuff for Christmas. You know, the hat, bales of hay and the pumpkins yeah. and Some stuff of them, like yeah. that. Swamp monster. It's, it's amazing. Indian corn becomes yeah. Uh, uh, reindeer corn for Christmas. There you go. And then it becomes yeah. squirrel corn for spring. There you go. And then let's talk about the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend. All right. So it's bowtie vine. It is a tropical, so I grow it similar to how you would grow mandavia. So in a big pot with its own trellis or a pot up against a trellis that you can cut it back to the pot and move it in and out. It has a heart shaped leaves and a very vigorous grower, and it's a what was the name for the in that other country? Brazilian or, or Costa, Rican. Rican. Costa Rican butterfly, butterfly. vine. Yeah. Um, so the bloom looks like a bow tie, uh, and it also looks like a butterfly. It's gorgeous purple, uh, royal purple bloom, and they're thirty nine ninety nine. And here's the deal: if you are familiar with it, great. Come on over and get one. If not, uh, check them out online. Just Google. Uh, uh, bowtie plant, and you'll see it. It's very pretty. You'll see why it's called bowtie plant. And uh, then you can call the nursery and get one at 497 Reserve one. Yep, 497 
497-3760 to reserve your butterfly plant. And they'll save one for you uh, for the next couple days. So if you can't come by today but you're kind of interested, uh, check them out online and then give us a call. And, um, okay, so you ready to help Arlene out? Yeah, do it. Okay, so now we don't have her on the line. She didn't want to be on the line, but uh, let's see. Um, she wants to know what product we recommend and sell to kill trumpet vines. Trumpet? Uh, the, 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 the cut, trumpet? Cut vines, the... stump killer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is aggressive, so the you know, first go around, it's going to kill the bulk of it, and then there's more going to pop up, yeah. and then she'll, she'll have to do that several times before she's actually rid of it. Okay. Yeah, she, because cut, she cuts it back to the... Cut it back to be about two inches tall on the stems. Put it on the fresh cut and on what's left of the stem. Okay. And it depends on the trumpet vine because I think I've told you that I had one on my peach orchard that was a quarter mile oh, long. Oh, holy cow, really? And a tr- yeah, a trunk that was eight, nine oh, inches. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I mean, it was... <laughs> and, you, you know, it was kind of fun to show people that, but it was a pain in behind to work yeah. near, near it. And it was always sprouting up everywhere well you know going through going through arkansas going from, from uh uh texarkana to uh little, little rock and uh, on through there that trumpet vines all on the fence line all the way there i'm, I'm always looking for different colors you know um, yeah. different hues but uh I, you know we played around with the chinese trumpet creeper for a while we couldn't couldn't figure out how to propagate it, but uh, when I took it to Tennessee for the first time to plant, my mother almost wouldn't let me plant it in the in the yard because it was trumpet creeper. She couldn't believe that. It she was, knew yeah. what it was yeah. because of the, they fight it off fence lines and everything else there in the southeastern United. Whoa. That hummingbird. You were nearly attacked by that. Hummingbird. I know it. That hummingbird almost got me. He's not well. Watch out because she's still sitting up there. Oh, yeah. You see that, yeah. Yeah, she may make another raid here. Jerry's so sweet, she just said. Um, but that- anyway, a lot of uh, we've we've had one of this experience on our on my uh, daughter's and son-in-law's uh, back porch of their new house. When they moved in, they had a had it was actually breaking the roof to breaking the uh, uh overhang down and uh they let it get out of control and it, it gotten huge and so uh wisteria we, will do the same yeah thing. yeah wisteria, wisteria was uh, will do the same thing and so we had to cut it off and immediately paint it with that uh i, ha- I hate to mention names but uh uh <laughs> Uh, but Trace is right. That's one of those that trumpet vine really does a good job of sectioning off root. I mean, so you you can you'll have uh, the the suckers will come up oh, six yeah. feet away, you know, and it, it's kind of almost can be like a border. And and they yeah. grow fast yeah. when they cut those suckers yeah. come up. They say, "All right, he's gone for a day. Come up quick and get yep. spreading here." How long before Arlene would see some? Some action. Cutting it? Yeah, after, well, cut, cutting after, it. after oh, you okay. cut it down, and it won't yeah. sprout after you put that. Okay, down. so yeah. Well, it, most of it won't sprout. Most of it won't, but there's there's going to be pieces that pop up other places. Right. And, you know, the, 
So every time it pops up, it's going to be start over again, treat it over. Thanks. Cool. Uh, and then same with passion vine. Thank you. Passion vine. Passion vine is not as woody at the bottom, so I'm not. Yeah, and it's it's not it's pretty aggressive, but it does, it's not in the same league as. Oh man. Okay, we got it all over. We tore down a bunch of it to uh-huh. the point where we could actually see the sun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Once again, <laughs> it was, we kind of let it go for a while. I've got I've got maypop and maypop just freezes back every. Oh. Which is uh, strange. I guess yeah. I remember at the Master Gardener headquarters years ago, Jerry. We had that big passion vine. Oh on, yeah. On the fence. And there. the worms would just yeah, eat that, that a, sucker to the. That was about thirty back. feet. That's the biggest one I'd seen. Oh yeah. And the, uh, well, what would amaze me is every year those worms would come in. The caterpillars, butterfly caterpillars, would come in there. And I mean, golf eat every leaf yeah, off of that. Yeah, golf and there'd still be and blooms. You, oh yeah, and you you think you say, well, that can't you can't remove all the leaves on a plant like that that it it lives through it, but it big got bigger and bigger. Hmm. So okay. it, it's it, it's good butterfly larvae uh, uh, food as well as well as a pretty bloomer too. So how do I but how do I get rid of it if we got too much of it? With I I just uh, put that uh, cut vine cut vine on there. Okay, and I got some at home. So cut vine good. and stump killer. Okay, right after you cut it. Oh. Okay, about two inches from the ground. You and said? and then if you want more to come uh, when it, if you want to have more, uh, you know another plant. Wait till it re-sprouts. Oh, in other okay. words, use one of the sprouts rather than from from the main stump. And then have it as your new plant. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think he wants it gone. I think yeah. Oh, if you want it completely gone, then then treat the treat the sprouts like comes trace for stalking. Okay. All right. What are, don't you have any what? feel any responsibility to the golf fritillaries? No. <laughs> My wife wants it gone. <laughs> I, I think uh, making her happy is probably more important than making the... There you go. <laughs> All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. And, um, yeah, the Arlene... Does Arlene want to come on the air or no? But, uh, so, oh, okay. The the product name is... Uh, I've got two versions. I've got a bonite cut vine stump killer. That's the one that has a little... Uh, looks kind of like a fingernail polish brush. Uh, attached to the lid. Okay. And then I've got the Fertilome Cut Vine Stump Killer in the concentrates where you, if you got a ton of things, you can actually use a paintbrush to apply it. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, you got a, that's a big fingernail br- uh, brush you're talking about there. I thought they were little. Don't, don't, uh, the brush on the, the Bonite product is, it's, it's not it's a teeny. Very, it's a very large fingernail polish yeah. type. Yeah, like, Got uh, King Kong or somebody here? No, <laughs> half an inch, I guess. Yeah. Half an inch top. Yeah. All right. Trace, anything else going on? Hopefully, we helped Arlene. Yeah, let's see. We've got we've got some unadvertised specials. Yeah. Going. So we've got uh, three gallon crepe myrtles at half price. We've got rose trees at half price. Mm-hmm. We have uh, jujubes. 
Jujubi. At half price. It's funny, I had to wait for that. Yeah, we now, we now have to wait for it. Uh, and Bogovias. So all okay. Bogovias, no matter what size. Yeah, and there's some great choices. Our half price. Uh, good selection of uh Cold weather crops, and let's see what else. Some of the some of the cool weather stuff's coming in. I, said, I don't know if you saw. We got snapdragons in four inch pots. Ah, you got snaps already? No, oh, yeah. you should have. Oh, told you got Calvin. rockets? No. You <laughs> went with the Sonic later. Uh, I'd have to. They're the little short guys. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the Sonics are eighteen. All right. So lots of unadvertised specials, and uh, uh, you can. Uh, That's a good deal on the rose trees. So some of them are, were seventy nine ninety nine, some were eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Regardless, they're half price. And this is the time of year they're going to start looking good again. So. Oh uh, yeah. You can definitely get several months worth of uh, beautiful color out of one. Have and they're hard to find those? too. Do uh, I? Have you grown rose trees? No, oh. I never could afford one. Oh. Now you can. Now I can. Yeah. When now you're retired too, you got plenty of time to. Yeah. Pr- prune it every day. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Can I spell it? Okay. All right. 308-8867. We're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. Well, did you guys, you guys didn't eat your... Uh not yet. That's no. We're on the air. Oh. <laughs> you can't do more than one thing at a time? Uh, no. <laughs> Multitasking, it's called. Calvin, can he eat and be on there? <laughs> it's amazing. All right, we're going to take a break. Be right back on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's time to head on over to Millburgers for fall color and fall savings. Right now at Millburgers, you'll find some great items on sale like fall garden mums. What a great variety of color, and they make a dazzling display when planted in mass in your yard. And right now, in the six-inch pot, you're ready for this, only $2.88. Just $2.88 for fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. You'll find petunias on sale as well. Right now, in the four-inch pot, just 88 cents each. This week at Millburgers, the fall fruit trees are in. You can save 20% on fresh shipments just arrived of apples, peaches, pears, figs, avocados, and more in the three-gallon container starting from just $34.99. You'll find all these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And don't forget, it's coming soon, Millburgers' famous pumpkin patch, an amazing monster maze at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Climate Magic knows in South Texas, your air conditioner is as important as your car. In fact, your air conditioner will run over 2,000 hours this year to cool your home. If you were to drive your car for the same amount of time at today's speed limits, you would have driven over 140,000 miles. Now, you wouldn't think about going on a journey like that without making sure your car was in tip-top shape. So, why put your air conditioner through it? For just $84.50, Climate Magic will tune up your system and make sure everything is running properly. A Climate Magic AC tune-up could save you money, too, because an unchecked, inefficient unit will cost you more to operate this summer. 
for a limited time, when you get the 8450 tune-up, Climate Magic will give you a $10 gas card as a thank you for trying their service. Call Climate Magic at 210-340-8240 and ask for the summer gas card special to keep your air conditioner and your gas tank happy. 210-340-8240. Texas license 1531C. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts too, even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Apply for complete details. Please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hugh Hewitt wonders where politics is going. Democrat Representative Luis Gutierrez of Illinois said this, quote, General Kelly, chief of staff, is a hypocrite who is a disgrace to the uniform he used to wear. I, I, I mean, I'm just astonished that his members don't immediately say to him, what are you, out of your mind? What, what is wrong with politics? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867. That's 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, we had a question and answer in Neil Spears' column this week and uh, says, uh, talking about uh, crepe myrtles, said the crepe myrtles need sunlight to flower well. Hmm. You know, we've had a lot of que- crepe myrtle questions about people saying, that uh, their crepe myrtle didn't flower well or flowered late. Said, I have one that's growing vigorously, but no flowers so far this year. It doesn't get much sun. Could that be a problem? And Neil answers, crepe myrtles flower best in full hot sunlight. That's one of the reasons they're so good in Texas. You can almost grow, draw a straight-line graph of their flowering decreasing as the shade increases. That's definitely your problem. You know so, that there's, when, what was it, three weeks or four weeks ago when we were talking almost every, when you brought it up, Milton, yeah, every the, one was blooming. Now there's a, there's a lot of them that aren't blooming again. Yeah, it was right after the rain, yeah. right after we. Yeah, and then Jerry, Jerry mentioned the, those that dropped a lot of blooms in the wind and everything too but i think it i don't know if it's the cool spell or or the kicking in some foliage because of the rain yeah what it was but there's a lot of them that aren't they seem to cheer up and start blooming though but uh 
All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. We got a, a letter from uh, a, a question from uh, Florida. Said, my firebush, I guess she, yeah, that's firebush. Firebush is dying uh, due to uh, the hurricane in Florida. What can I do to help it live? Uh, well, this is, uh, I, yes. I imagine she's, uh, I imagine that firebush is not liking that water. Uh, you know, it, it can take the wind. It would it would blow it down and defoliate it mainly. But uh, I imagine if it's standing in water, it's, it's having a hard time of it. Yeah, especially if there's any uh, salt water. Right, that's true too. Won't last. So uh, I don't really, I don't really think there's much she can do to uh, uh, to bring it back out of that. Uh, I. I'm I'm struggling with whether she should cut it to the ground because she's in Florida, and uh, even if she cuts it to the ground now, uh, it should it should resprout a little bit. But uh, the short days will, and cool temperatures will make it uh, not grow very much. But uh, one advantage it, of leaving it up, yeah, is that you. Uh, Keeping track of everything in that. That's uh, true. Of in that kind of chaos in a hurricane, it, it it doesn't hurt to know where your plants are, and it's amazing how you got lots of different plants, or you got lots of people helping you, or then keeping track of everything is. Yeah. So, so you just have to consider that. I think I think her her best be would just be to leave it alone. Leave it alone and, and then cut it back uh, this coming spring. Yeah, and I'll bet if to it's, the ground, if it's a freshwater it, yeah. drowning thing, I'll bet there'll be fe- at least a few roots that'll live and it'll come back. Absolutely. So uh, we haven't answered her yet. We've been thinking about that. Hmm. The uh, uh, I want to mention Calvin's ar- wonderful article on uh, planting wildflowers. Uh, in yesterday's paper, so if you take the paper or whatever, and I also want to mention the uh, I also want to mention the uh, the fact that uh, that uh, uh, we're going to have some uh, blue blue bonnets and red blue bonnets available next next week in the nursery. Yeah, and like I said earlier, uh, for those of you. Who are Weren't, weren't tuned in. Um, if you're planning on planting some uh, blue blue bonnets, especially, I, I think we'll have red all through the season, red or maroon, uh, all through the season, and uh, but and we may have some purple uh, in a couple of months. But uh, for the blues, because they're in short supply, I'd go ahead and. And get the blues now, and go ahead and transplant those into your flower beds, where you need a bright, sunny flower bed, and or, or wherever you plan to plant them. And uh, Millburgers has uh, the blue seed still, but you may, if you're you're planning on planting the seed, 
you might want to pick that up too. Yeah, yeah, because there's going to be a real, real short supply of seed. Hey, Bert's on the line at 308-8867 with something to add. Hi, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. And yourself, I have a quick comment about salt water and uh, crepe myrtles. I was in Katrina, and we had, like, two crepe myrtles, uh, and they were underwater, not totally underwater, but in that brackish, polluted salt water in Katrina, New Orleans area, for, like, two weeks. Suffered a little bit, but they came back. I didn't even trim them. Wow. Um, how about fire, firebush? Did you have firebush come back, too? Uh, what's the one? i uh, trying to remember. I had hibiscus, but nothing really happened. So that's what I use in Louisiana. I use hibiscus as my hedgerows. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they came oh, back. They, so uh, that's just, you know, I mean, if you probably if you chum it back, it'll come back quicker. But like I said, I had two of them in my yard in Louisiana, and they just... Uh, they suffered a little bit, but by the time uh, December came around in Louisiana, they were already back uh, having leaves again. So you didn't cut them back or anything? You just let them recuperate yep. themselves, huh? Exactly. I just fer- maybe fertilized them all a little bit, you know, and that's about it. Okay. Okay, thank you for that information. I, yeah, I, that's I great. I haven't had any experience with that. All righty, guys. Y'all have a great Thank you for calling in. I'll try to be at that garden thing tomorrow. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. Well, that, that'll give me an opportunity, Bert, to tell folks about it one more time, real quick. Thank you. You're which, which class are you? Which which class are you interested in most? Oh, the seed savers, because that's what I do. I save a lot of seeds, and I've learned. We propagated. We had our own hot houses way down in South Louisiana, in Saint Bernard Parish, about thirty miles southeast of New Orleans. And my grandpa, we just always propagated uh, plants from seeds, tomatoes, okra, collard greens, mustard. Uh, the only thing we got in sets was green onions and onions. Yeah. Did y'all, let's see, how far is that from Plaquemine Parish? Did y'all have satsumas down there? Across the river, yeah. Where my uncle had like about, well, he lost about 80% of his satsuma trees, except for the old original seeded mandarins, all the seedless ones tended to die. I think we only had about 100 left out of 2,000 plants. What lived? What lived? The old original mandarins with the seeds in them that they, that they hybrid the setsumas from. Oh, okay. Okay, so they lived through it and the the, the seedless did not. Pretty much so. There might have been yeah. a few seedless that I didn't, that I don't recall, but mostly it was the old, old stock that survived. Yeah. Probably a worry. And St. Bernard Parish is right across the Mississippi River from Plaquemines. Okay. Okay. Very just, cool. Just wondering. Thanks, Bert. <laughs> Have a good time Bye, tomorrow. Hi. Say hi to everybody for us. All right. What Bert's talking about is the Gardening Essentials class uh, put on by the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas once a month. Uh, I think the third Monday of each month. And uh, this one, the two classes. One, the second class is San Antonio Seed Exchange. And Seed Library, Katie Deesh, uh is the uh, is going to be speaking. She is the uh, with the newly started SA Seed Exchange and Library, and she'll discuss the importance of seed libraries in preserving existing species of plants. And uh, there will be a seed exchange opportunity. So bring any seeds you would like to share, labeled by name, variety, and year harvested, please. 
And then the first one is Teresa and David Steinbrunner of Wild Root Organics, and they'll discuss the benefits of using mycorrhizal. 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 Michael. Michael Rizal? Uh, I think yeah. I went to school with him. Yeah. Uh, fungi for 95% of your plants to increase water and nutrient uptake, disease resistance, drought tolerance, and increased yield. That's one of those sex in the garden things, I think. What? Wow. Okay, you Calvin. You have to go see it to see it. Man. Check for sure. Okay. Hope you're not going to disappoint people. <laughs> <laughs> I probably am. <laughs> Calvin promised us. <laughs> All right. That's tomorrow. That's the first presentation. It all starts at noon, goes till 3, and uh, you just uh, show up and have a good time. And if you want more information, go to gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org, and say hi to Bert when you get there. All right, so we're going to begin to wrap up for today. Remember, if you want to know more about uh, the stuff on sale here at Millburgers or the uh, Halloween Fall Festival celebration here at the nursery, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, and you can learn more about it. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Carlo doing a great job getting all your calls on the air and even handling calls that didn't come on the air. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next Saturday and Sunday back here at Millburgers. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.